there's someone you should meet. What up, fam? This is a special edition episode of There's Someone You Should Meet. Uh, hope you're good. We took a little break Break there. We're on a little hiatus oh. with guests, you know, just uh, laying it low as we come into the fall, into the hol- holidays. But I got my boy Vinny back. Um, we're going to drop some of these uh, special episodes uh, through the season as we got some fun movies and TV shows coming out so we just thought it'd be fun to uh chat about chat about that because this is uh a season where the temperatures are going down you know you're snug you're snuggling Ooh. up and you're starting to you're gonna see what's on see see what's on the old tube tonight all so, weather uh, baby yes absolutely so Vinny, welcome back on the pod thanks so, man it's good to be back out of retirement josh if you had to um compare my coming out of retirement to one professional athlete who would it be um, I would probably say, uh, probably like, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon on the, okay. when he got on the, uh, what was the team was it like the Orlando magic <laughs> the Raptors he went <laughs> or the rap. Yeah. The Raptors. Yeah. So. Yeah. I was thinking more like Brett Favre, like, you know, I'm, I shouldn't be doing this anymore, but I'm hyped up on like bike it in and here I am. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I see. I see you there. So yeah. we'll get, we'll put, we'll get a couple shots in you. You know, numb pain, and then we'll we'll be right we'll be right as rain. So, Vinny, I wanted to get you on today. We're we are a couple couple weeks out of it, but there there was a fun little show that has picked up a lot of steam the last couple of years. It seems to be like the show to talk about uh, with your friends and family. It's a little little diddly called called Ted Lasso. That just I've ne- never heard of it. I know it's this it's this <laughs> up and comer that is uh, take taken over it just it wrapped up its second season um just a couple just a couple weeks ago um just seems to be like kind of seems to be the show that you know if there's a water cooler to gather gather around you know that would be the it seems to be the show um going so it came out at just the right time its first season was during the midst of uh all uh when the ronaville came came moving in when uh, when all was crazy, and then this show came with its upbeat attitude and eternal optimism, you know, and just uh, became became the darling on all of our TV sets. But then this uh, second season came around, you know, they decided to get a little get a little deeper. Apple gave them a couple a uh, couple episodes to do whatever they wanted with, and uh, it's been it's been kind of an interesting uh, response to it. So I thought it would be fun. Fun to talk. Fun to talk about. Just uh, throw out, throw out our opinions, hot takes, um, criticisms if we have them. So, Vinny, the show called Ted, just to kind of give you know, for those who may be in the midst of still watching it or just being introduced to it, how like what would be what would be your like pitch if a friend come to you like, hey, I just heard about this Ted Lasso show. Tell me about it. What w- what would you say to him? I, I mean, I think what makes this show so special, right, is the fact that it's it's this beautiful blend of, of humor, sincerity. Um, it deals with real issues. At the same time, it, it, it models it in an, an atmosphere that we love so much around sports. 
Uh, and it's it's a fascinating story how it all started, right? It was a short. It was a short for a Premier League intro. Got into a fun show, fun actors. Sudeikis is in there, but it, it's it's so filled with heart. And I I will say I think the show the biggest benefit that it had is when it came out. I mean, you already said this, but it came out in the thick of coronavirus. I mean, we were all locked in our houses. My relationship to the show is just seeing it on things like Twitter, walking in on it and, and getting walking in on it. Well, that's weird. Um, but the, the, you know, one of those situations where you just crank it up and the next thing you know, you put down a whole season and, you know, to your point about the second season, the second season was, I think what was so fascinating about it is they weren't afraid to switch it up from what worked in the first season. I think in, in that relationship to the show where people had this really, really interesting kind of aspect of, Hey, they came to the show with kind of this balm, right? It was this, it was a sweet nectar and a really hard time for a lot of people. And the second season kind of gave the middle finger to that a little bit. It got dark. It got, um, you know, I, I was thinking about this earlier, Josh, if you had to define like, what was the biggest conflict, the darkest moment of the first season? Just off the top of your head. Yeah, you like when you first ask that, you you have to pause and like really like really think about it. Yeah, I mean you yeah. have uh, you have like the Jane, kind of the Jamie Tart, you know, conflict going. I guess the Rebecca, the owner, you know, she was originally wanting to to sabotage. Uh, she was originally hired Ted to sabotage the, so- the soccer mm-hmm. team, and that was kind of the underlying plot but even that you i remember in the first season you almost kind of like forget about that yeah that, that yeah. going on because of everything and that's goes so well and that's exactly right i was like thinking about i was like i think the darkest thing that happened in that whole season that i remember was was jamie's dad kind of being rough with them after a game which was like i'm like dude and second season that's nothing that's nothing that compared to the second season and the second season got weird real quick and you know, but at the same time, there was this like kind of dialogue, like I think it was what episode four or five. And, and I don't know how many people know this, but it was originally 10 episodes. They got two episodes to do kind of fun stuff with. And I think when that Christmas episode, which I think was episode five came out, people were like, what is this show anymore? They were kind of expecting a lot more just these these quips and these funny jokes and a little bit of soccer on the side. But it got dark pretty quickly. Um, and I but I think that's ultimately what it made effective. I think like, let's be honest. Those people are idiots. Those people are idiots. The show is great. Like, and, and I think like half of those people want them to just hear themselves talk and be controversial. It's so easy to be like, Oh, I, I don't like this thing that other people do. But at the same time, like it, I, I do think that like everybody who, like, I don't know a sing. I know so many people that watch this show. So many, I literally don't know anybody that doesn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But number two, I don't know anybody that's first season was not a binge. That was not a binge in the first. I don't know anybody that came out weekly and watched it and were kind of there from day one. So everybody's experience in season one was binging the show and everybody's experience in season two was watching weekly. And I think it's hard for people to retrain their brains to figure out how that is. And when you sit there and you're, you're craving your Ted Lasso fix and you fire it up on Friday night or whenever you watch it and it's Higgins hosting Christmas party or Beard going out on the town for a whole night. And you're like, I waited seven days for that. And I loved those episodes, but I think that's why people kind of were struggling with it. But I think when it came full circle, and especially if people give it another shot and kind of binge it like a second round, I think they're going to find that this season was equally as effective. And I and I, I genuinely love that they, they kind of switched it up. So, I mean, did you, did your, what's your general consensus on season two? Is it, was it better than season one? Did you struggle with it at points? 
I think uh, I do think I do think the changing it to to week by week. I agree. Like that was my experience. I watched it in the season one in a binge. So you're able to just move on to the next one. Where the week to week, it is fun to kind of have that digestion and be able to kind of break down. But I I think, in my opinion, it did. I think it hurt it a little bit more the timing of those kind of special one-off episodes so yeah as mm-hmm. you said they had a special kind of christmas themed episode and then a, a chris a chris beard just odyssey episode that were kind of these later additions from the show because it was originally 10 and they got 12 so they got to kind of play play around uh with them and i thought specifically the beard episode when i was done i was like i need to like watch this again like in a month yeah or like later to like really know what yeah. i feel about it because i think in the moment because you're coming you're coming off of this huge confession from ted to his therapist about what happened what happened to his dad that's that that his dad committed suicide and that's essentially how the episode ends and then you're mm-hmm. you're you basically you don't hear about that for two weeks because you have beard going off of his own and it's just coach beard and some uh, FC Richmond fans uh, part parting for a week and then you have to wait another week for the next one so I do think yeah. that kind of I, I do think that kind of caused some like some hiccups um uh, hiccups there um and just kind of yeah it just kind of throw it throws you for a loop it throws you for a loop because you're kind of it you can't help but kind of build an expectation for each week and as you get more and more invested into a storyline of these characters right. you want to know what when you want to know it's next and when you get a curveball that's just kind of out of left field and blindsides you in a in a sense it could be the best episode it, it could be the best episode ever and it could still kind of leave you a little bit frustrated with it so i appreciate kind of the the chances that chances that they took um with it uh but yeah i think they could have could have worked on kind of they could have chose their spots for them, I guess, a little bit better. Yeah. Um, if I'd say. Yeah. I loved the Christmas episode. I mean, the beard episode was definitely like an homage to, you know, I don't know how much you'd like write about it, but they basically just made like a Martin Scorsese after hours, like, you know, honorary episode. So yeah, I mean, I, I do agree that the timing of the beard one was a little weird, but it, it you know, it worked. So speaking of your favorite, you know, favorite moments, best episodes, what was the, what was the highlight of the season for you? There was a there was a couple of highlights for me, but I'm, I'm interested to hear from you. Let's see, let's see. Hold on, I'm gonna think. I'm gonna think on a little bit. Let's see. Um, I did genuinely. Uh, so we're we're gonna get it. We'll get into it more. The big, you know, it ended off with this probably the most conflict per se between two characters, and that's this infamous Nate uh, heel turn that just kind of evolved through the season uh i guess my favorite part about that is i thought they did a really good job of kind of uh make him even though you know people definitely have their nate hate uh for lack of a better term by the end but for me i thought it was an incredible portrayal of how the insecurity and kind of being you know unseen you know un- unpopular amongst yeah. you know coaches and players and now and then being like discovered and having newfound fame how that can evolve like how that can lead to all sorts of sorts of things and i thought i thought that was one of the best things they did 
um, with Nate. I thought they could have spent a little bit more time between him and Ted, uh, Ted mostly, but maybe that could have been been on purpose. But the times that they really showed, like him, like him with his dad, just unable to connect, you know, connect, make him proud. Um, even just like little interactions, like how uh, Roy Kent not being mad about him making a move on his yeah. girlfriend and just show, showing I was saying uh, the, there's such like a desperation to like to want to be known and to be and to be recognized and how it's just turned turn in turned into an outright villain uh, per se where now he's you know probably going to be your primary rival for season three at least that's what it look, yeah. looks like being for a rival team so I thought they really hit it out of the park um, they're just giving giving a quote unquote villain you just nuance and you kind of see you know from the first season you're you're really rooting for Nate and, ha- and you know and happy that his ideas are being seen and he's being brought on the team um, to now just you know you don't you really struggle like wa- watching him and yeah. that finale and the final confrontation with Ted uh, was yeah. so was so was so well was so well done. Dude, that that ending scene was brutal. (laughs) Like when I was like watching it, I was like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Yada yada yada. And then he like when he like brought out, he said something. You need to be back in Kansas with your effing son. I was like, "Oh gosh!" Like I mean, you know, it's just like, and I think that's what's so good and kind of why again I I like the risk that they took with this season is because these like these like you know, the whole like lasso, Ted Lasso-isms of it, overwhelmingly positive, what made people fall in love with the show. I think the show's put itself in a position where you have actually have to ask is like, are some people worth this kindness? Are some people worth this forgiveness? Because like, dude, Nate can get these hands. Like F Nate, I don't like, <laughs> like I don't do, like personally, I love how kind of everyone is a redemption story in this, in this, in this show and he's ultimately is he going to be worthy of it is ted going to even make the effort or are they going to go full-on villain and i thought like all the ways him searching his name on twitter him learning how to kind of stand up for himself at the restaurant him moving and then kind of into the back latter half of the episodes where you know he even though ted's taking his advice he thinks it's a trap and so i thought that was really well done and and, you know i i i I, do you think is nate the mvp of the season i know we don't like him but is he the mvp of the season for you Oh, that, that's uh, that's tough. I think I probably still lean towards Ted, uh, Ted or Roy, uh, yeah. for for it. But he's you can make a case yeah. for him, and I like I wouldn't fight fight you yeah. on it because because uh, yeah, if you have I I feel like a key for shows like this is you have to show kind of so some kind of evolution in it. You can't like season one. Yeah, we've talked about just. Yeah, it's just like a, you know, it's like a warm beverage, just warm and just yeah. makes you nice, makes you nice and comfy. But if you keep on going, it's gonna grow, grow stale, you know. And they've been able to yeah. kind of lay the path down for the show to continue and for each season to kind of gain more excitement. Because now yeah. season three, you have kind of you already have kind of an expectation in your mind, like okay, you have this rival team, you know, and you you have just so much, you have more story um to move to move forward with um so that was a great that was a great achievement uh for them so yeah definitely he's yeah he's one he's one he's top three at the least you know one one or two there just for uh yeah just because the moments he had because he 
he wasn't a huge main character of the season, but each yeah. time he came up, he he made a count on once this kind of this full turn happens at the end, you're able to turn look back at these moments and you're like, oh yeah, it was yeah. You can see it, you can see it happening here, as you as you said. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Roy's my MVP. I think the best moments of the season all, a lot had to do with Roy. I think the rainbow episode where, um, you know, that that they he takes Isaac to go get his group back and stuff was really good. And when he his time's on set. But I mean, the guy that played Nate, he, he deserves all the props. So I guess looking forward, what what are you what are you looking forward to in season three? And uh, you got any you got any major predictions coming through? Yeah, I guess I hesitated on the MVP question because I feel like the biggest <clears throat> if I'm naming um if I'm naming the biggest winner of season two, I would probably say Roy no, yeah. at number one. Cause I feel like you're uh he's almost like this can't like can't do wrong at this point. Even yeah. like when he met even when he messes up, I think you're just like fully, fully rooting for him at this point. Yeah. You know, and, and then they go breaking our hearts at the end. Like I was is Keely gonna be on the show? Like is she coming back or is she leaving? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if she's got. I don't know if she's going to headline some other Apple show or something that they're kind of. She already was. She was put, on. The, she was on the Joseph Gordon Levitt one and it got canceled. Oh, that, <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe you know, maybe she takes yeah. a little break and then comes back or. Yeah, something. I could uh, see her showing up like halfway through the season. She's like all you know, but yeah, I was like you know, and then I thought. I, what I thought was great is he's like, are we breaking up? And like, how many movies does that person in there? Like, I think we are And they're Like, you know, they're like, we're better off. And then they are just like, he was, she was like, no, no, we're not breaking up. So I, I like that. I was like, Oh, they're, they're throwing curveballs here. So yeah, I, it'd be interesting to see. I, I, I also wonder, you know, this show is incredibly popular. Um, and so because of that, I always kind of got the sense that they were going to follow a three season arc. I know you're not a, a football head, if you will, but I always kind of figured, you know, it was going to go relegation back to promotion. And then there's a very specific example of like Leicester in the premier league, but I thought it was going to follow, but man, Apple, I wouldn't say they're like the, but the most popular streaming service, but I just like, they got a, something that's big and I just have a hard time seeing them pulling a plug after three seasons. I could see this going four or five. So I'll be curious I wonder how much of that storytelling arc is going to be contained on like what their long-term trajectory for the show is. Yeah, that's a good, that's a, that's a good thought and question because this has definitely been, this is the show's definitely become the anchor for the Apple, mm-hmm. uh, Apple TV plus uh, app. And that, like, it was originally probably, they were probably hoping the morning show would be like the show to hang their hat on. But now do it, you watch that show? We do. We do watch that show. It is. So do uh, I. It's terrible. It's not. It's not good. It is it's not like good. A, yeah, it's like a bad good watch. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Just, <laughs> it's like one of the. It's this. one of the most confusing Reese Weatherspoon performances of all time. But that's besides the point. Sorry, I didn't uh, to distract you. No. Uh, yeah, that would. Yeah, if I could describe the morning show, it's just a lot of like looking like me and Amber watching. We just kind of look at each other multiple times. Like, what's going? What is this? That's kind yeah. of our morning show yeah. experience. But, but anyways, Ted, yes, Ted Lasso has now be, kind of become like the, you know, the flagship show of it. So, yeah, it's, uh, I, I am curious to see if if uh, Bill Lawrence, the show, the show runner and creator, if he had a certain plan, but now maybe they're wanting to draw it out more, you know, draw out more seasons for it. Yeah. So that'll, so that'll be interesting to play out. So I think for season three, um, 
I think, yeah, your your Roy Kent's, your coach, your coach Beards, because you kind of have the Ted, like the Ted and Nate to kind of that's kind of probably be the heart, I guess, of season three that kind of will go to the finale. But how are these surrounding, you know, surrounding characters? Because that's what has also that's been another kind of great characteristic of the show is kind of all the different, yeah. you know, Richmond players and uh, yeah. co- uh, co-workers. So kind of seeing how they continue to evolve and kind of contribute, contribute. I think that would be the big, the big, uh, at least that would be what I'm looking for for yeah. season three, if they can kind of continue to build on that momentum. Yeah. I mean, bottom line, this show is going to define the the conversation of TV during the pandemic. I mean, it was incredibly successful. It lit up during the pandemic. It obviously it's still going. And I think it's going to be, something that people kind of, I imagine like a re, a people will be revisiting this show in the same way that they revisit like friends or, you know, shows like that down the road. Cause it's that good and it's funny and it's heartwarming, but at the same time, it's not, um, you know, you can have it on the background just enough. So yeah, it's, it's, I really enjoyed it. I I'm really excited to see where they go with this. Um, I think they're going to have to get a little bit creative um, and you know, I think this is just the sports fan of me, but I wonder, I wonder when they're not filming during the pandemic, how much more they're going to lean into the actual soccer of it all. I mean, you're going to, I feel like, uh, with the way it ended, you, you're going to have to lean, lean into it. And so yeah. point yeah. they did re I think they did recently get rights from the premier league to like you to use more of their teams. Yeah. I believe I want to say I saw that too. So maybe that is, uh, maybe that is in the works. Yeah. So. Yeah. So yeah, right. but yeah, we wanted to we wanted a little just overview of kind of what we've been watching because we're both big fans of it. If you haven't been watching, it's worth it. It's uh, better than a lot of stuff. So it's gonna be a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We're gonna continue to pop in for these for these little bo- bonus eps as we're in the interim of there's someone you should meet. So uh, hope y'all can continue uh, to tuning in. So uh, until next time, uh, Vinny, uh, feel better because i don't know we didn't start with that because we're both not feeling well Um, (laughs) so full full, full recovery and we'll see you next time all right thanks josh